Hello, Common Sense here. You may not recognize me because you never use me anymore, but I figure I have one job, so I may as well try and do it. First, please remember that these two morons are not your personal life coaches. In fact, I'm willing to bet their advice and opinions are actually pretty terrible, so probably don't take them too seriously. Oh, and another thing, please remember, this is not a show for kids. I know your precious Liam is so grown up, but seriously, you're about to likely scar him for life. But what do I know? You're going to do whatever you want, so enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Angry Penguin Podcast. My name is, of course, Husky Ninja, and with us, as always, is Raven freaking Zero. Raven, how are you, my dude? Hey, I actually just came out with a chocolate bar. It's going to be on sale tomorrow. All right, make sure you flush and wipe. <laughs> it has nuts in it, too. Ew. All right. So, Raven, this is normally when we have a guest, we try to come up with something creative and then be like, hey, we called you. I feel like we've kind of overdone that, and we really <laughs> haven't had time to be creative and be like, hey, here's a new funny way to introduce somebody. So I think we should just be like, hey, we've got a guest. I think so. Yeah. So with us is the fantastic, the wonderful, the slightly weird, but in a good way, Miss Dobbs. Hi, Dobbs. The mic wasn't working. Hello! <laughs> We're starting off great here. This is great. Technical difficulties, always. Gotta have them. So gotta have them. We brought Dobbs on because we felt that as a group, we really would be more equipped to tackle life's great questions in the world. We felt that our personalities, our life experiences have all culminated to this one moment. And that is, what would you do if you were playing in the sandbox and a cat peed right in front of you? Dude, is there, are my friends in the sandbox with me? No, because you don't have friends. You're like five. Just by myself, and this cat just walks into the sandbox and pees. Yeah, and, and I'm not talking just like walks in. I'm talking like this is a standard cat. This is like cat walks in. Mm-hmm. I'm a cat. <laughs> and he just like struts over, and he's like, no, fuck this. Poop. Pee. Right in front of you. And then he just oh, kind of like lifts his man. butt and he's like, look at my butthole while I walk off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd leave, dude. I'm five years old. I would leave. I'd, I'd be disgusted and probably leave crying. I mean, as a five-year-old, I was I was pretty aggressive. I'd I'd probably take the cat and rub its nose in it, and just shove its whole head back into this pee. <laughs> Does that actually work? Is that is that proven that, that works for animals that they'll stop doing it if you do that? For dogs, it does. Cats, no, they don't care. Is it considered cruel now? Probably. See, when Dobbs says she was aggressive, I'm thinking like five-year-old Dobbs here, just like fucking. Put it pulling off her like ball cap. It's like, all right, it's on, bitch. Like, all of a sudden, straight out fist fight. Now we got like, um, do you guys remember what was that like claymation fighting show that was on MTV back in the day where the like, celebrities? Oh, were yes. Celebrity deathmatch. That's it. Yep. But now, I, I'm like, for some reason, Dobbs versus the cat just turns like super claymation. And now they're fighting. The cat gives her like an uppercut. She gets it in a headlock, jumps off the top rope, chainsaws yep. are involved. That's Dobbs versus the cat in my brain. But then they become friends because Dobbs is like so aggressive. The cat's like, "I like you. I like you." And a then lot, for some Dobbs. reason, then for some reason, Abraham Lincoln comes out and Dobbs and the cat team up. It's a thing. I 
and we beat the shit out of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, where would okay, Dobbs? Where would y'all go to eat after you finish this match? You just beat the shit out of Abraham Lincoln. Where's the first place you're going to eat? Oh come on, I'm a foodie though. Hmm. So, um, what would you just fix a grand meal? When I'm five. Oh. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I like how she's like, this is realistic. <laughs> yes, we're, she's... we're talking about beating up me and a cat going out to dinner after beating up Abraham Lincoln. But this I'm is five. important information. I'm five years old. Yeah, so, Come so on. Are you actually going to to, to, to tune your answer to if you, if you were five and what you have when you're five years old? This is brilliant. What, what are you going to have, Captain Crunch? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking like, see, me and Husky are thinking like a steak and eggs dinner. Maybe some fried shrimp, uh, shrimp fried rice. No, Dobbs wants some Chex Mix. I do. Excellent. I mean, in reality, it actually happened before with my own cat, so might as well just make it more re- realistic. No, if this is like a claymation ending, then you've got Dobbs <laughs> and the cat sitting at like a Benihana restaurant, <laughs> and then the camera like pans out just a little bit to see like Abraham Lincoln with his arm glued to his head, like, I'll have the sushi. <laughs> That's exactly it, too. If y'all don't know what Husky's talking about, just YouTube, I think it was MTV's Celebrity Deathmatch. They were ridiculous, and he's nailing it with what the kind of stuff that they would talk about. That's hilarious, man. Good lord. Claymation is proof that you could play with Play-Doh for a living and enjoy it. No doubt. Do you remember the, both both y'all remember the, what was it, Wally, Wally and the Crumpets, or... The claymation about that guy that always liked crumpets with his dog. Wallace, Wallace and Gromit? Yes, Wallace and Gromit. Oh, man. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold here. Crumpets? What? Oh, yeah, that's what he would say. Yeah, that's what he would say. And they would get into, like, they would get into a, um, would they get into a fight about that? Or that's what he would always ask for is, like, cr- crumpets. I, I, I can't remember. There's a lot of British humor in it that I didn't get, but it was still awesome to watch. Tops. Do yeah. you have any idea what he's talking about? Oh, I don't. Wow. I can still hear you both. Okay, I then. didn't say anything. What? Okay, then. What was y'all's favorite cartoon? And it has to be region locked. What's your favorite Canadian cartoon, Dobbs? Ooh. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm going to search this now, because... Husky, what's your favorite... Uh, well, can't say Canadian. What's your favorite East Coast cartoon? Well, I didn't grow up on the East Coast, and you know this. Well, I mean... I was expecting you to say... You remember... Um, It wasn't Garfield. It was... Was it Felix the Cat? Heathcliff. Heathcliff. And he, Heathcliff like, was a bitch. But he was like East Coast, right? <laughs> I don't know, but Heathcliff was a bitch. He was. He really was. All he would find was fish bones. <laughs> okay. So I grew up in Southern California. So let's talk West Coast, like something that's relevant to the West Coast. And I, re- so this was, I grew up in the era of let's create mutant animal teams and have them fight crime. Yep. Street sharks, biker mice from Mars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mighty Ducks got a cartoon. Yeah, I don't know about Phil about that. And I enjoyed it. 
However, that was not my all-time favorite cartoon. Okay. My all-time favorite cartoon, and if any of you know this, I will be genuinely surprised because it didn't last for very long. It was called Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. Dobbs, have you heard of that? I've never heard of that before. It was great because, like, it just like it was such a stupid show, and it really created who I am today, which explains a lot if you really think about it. Is that is that seriously like how long that title was? Can you say that again? Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. <laughs> That's a real cartoon. Holy shit! That's amazing. Dobbs, did you find the cartoon that you enjoyed as a child? I did, and it is Canadian-made. What's it called? It was called Sixteen. Really? Yeah. On what network? That sounds like it'd be something on MTV like Daria or something like that. No, it was actually on Teletoon. Yeah, that definitely sounds Canadian. I don't think I ever remember Teletoon. But it was also a Nickelodeon. We had like Cartoon Network and stuff like that, but not Teletoon. Oh my gosh, Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys opening sequence. So I have just provided you both a link to quite possibly the greatest cartoon that ever existed. And it is the opening sequence to Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. And it was such a good show. Wait a second, the animation on this is actually really good. Actually, it's really good. When, what year was this? I don't remember. I would have done. Yeah, I actually would have dug this a lot. What the bloody heck? Dobbs, when are you going to start making cartoons? Do you know somebody who can actually provide pay for me to actually make a cartoon? <laughs> would you? Would you actually be an animator? Yeah, I know how to do artist. everything. Really, that's cool because you're an artist. But is it a different? Uh, is it a different cup of tea of being an animator? I definitely prefer two D to three D. Two D. Two D. Like Husky is a really phenomenal like Excel like scripting genius. But would would Husky like want to work on like C plus plus or something to make a game? Would you want to do that? No. Yeah, it'd ruin it. So here's my philosophy on things. And people are always like, do something you love and you'll never work another day in your life. Okay, but I never want to do for a living something that I do for fun in my like free time because mm. I never want to grow to resent or hate that activity. For sure, dude. I'm actually terrified of starting freelancing right now because I'm scared that I'm going to just resent drawing or painting or anything that I'm doing. Absolutely. True story. Lady Raven used to love to bake. Like and she was an awesome baker. So she actually got to the point where she would sell her her baking. And she got so busy, she would be busy every week. She got busy for every weekend for like a year or two. She hates baking now. Like she'll do it like during holidays. So Husky and you're dead on. It can it can like ruin your passion. Especially if you get if you're really good at it and people are just flooding you, you know, I get it. Totally get it. Okay, so here's a real question for you, Dob. So you you know how to animate. You know how to draw. You, you can do this stuff. If somebody offered you 
a consistent paying job, like job security, good pay, no relocation, you could do it all, but you're drawing hentai, would you do it? Ooh. Hell yeah. But it's offensive hentai. Like, this is straight up tentacle gang rape hentai. Okay. Now, there are definitely boundaries that I would definitely take. If it was to the point of, like, I hate saying the word, but rape, then no, definitely not. But, like, if we're talking, like, NSFW, (laughs) yeah, and it's, like, it's consented, and things like that, then yeah. yes, but we're definitely not drawing tentacles, shoving up like pushies and everything like that. No, I'm not okay. doing that. So you're good with like consensual, I bang my mom on the subway, but you draw the line at not. I never said moms. Tentacles. I'm not doing moms. Okay, okay, you know what? Do not twist my words, Husky, because I can twist yours right back. <laughs> he said stepmoms. Stepmoms. No, he said moms. Oh. No, I said moms. Oh. What if. There's a difference. Cool. There's like a difference when it comes to like when I think hentai, I'm thinking NSFW. I do not immediately yeah. jump to the fact of anybody being like, "Yo, I need you to draw tentacle porn." That used to be <laughs> huge back at like. Is it? Is it? I'm sorry. I don't know if it's still a thing. Is it still? Is that still huge? The 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 tentacle hentai stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure tentacles are still pretty big in. And I don't know if that whole tentacle stigma has ever, ever died like, down. Moved on. Yeah. I had a friend that was deep into it. And then I was like, wait, wait a second. Then it turns out he actually liked trainees. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, cool. Cool. Good way to find out. I mean, you could have just told me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just could have told me. Didn't need to know that way. Yeah. Man. For the record, everyone listening, we don't screen these questions with our guests in advance. So, like, I literally just put her on the awkward spot, and so she's probably sitting there glaring at me through her computer, like, Husky, I hate you so fucking much. I would like to tell the viewers right now that, no, I will not draw you tentacle porn. What if somebody or offered no. you $20 million? Fuck and it, no. was con- it was consensual. What if, what if it was no. consensual tentacle porn? What if it was no. a woman with an octopus man? Are you going to kink shame? Yes, I will. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Dobbs, kink shamed. I was asking a friend this other day, like, okay, Husky, name a drink that you don't like. Not because you don't like the company, you just don't like it. That I don't like? It could be an alcohol. It can be like, you hate fruit punch, you hate cherry limeade, something like that. Name it. I have never liked margaritas. Margaritas. Okay. Oh, my mom would hate you. <laughs> Let's say, for instance, you were approached by the top maker of margaritas, right? They said, you know what? We want you to endorse our product. Uh, you will drink a margarita a day for two years. The kicker is you get $40 million. Would you okay. do it? Get me a salt shaker and fuck it. Let's go. Thank you. I had, a, I had a friend that actually said they would not do it because they didn't want to sell out. What? Okay. Okay. I've got to go. I'm going to go on a slight tangent here for a moment. Oh, I love these. Get ready, Dobbs. Okay. So this whole stigma of selling out, you've got it on Twitch. Oh, don't sell out. Don't tell people, hey, you should subscribe. Don't be like, hey, subscribe to me. 
this whole there is absolutely zero anything wrong with promoting yourself and trying to make money off yourself Mm -hmm. it's not selling out if somebody's going to come to you and say hey i'll give you money to do this well fuck yeah yeah if you're if it's not a shitty company if the company doesn't have a history of hurting people if it doesn't if it's not a racist company if it's not against trans rights like there's a whole list of checklist of are you a fucking bad company? No, 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 no. Okay, if it checks your, uh, and if it meshes with your personal brand, if it meshes with who you are as a person and your beliefs and the good side of history, there is jack shit wrong with taking money. Right now, if somebody said, hey, quit doing this podcast with Rabin, we'll give you $50 million and handy. Fuck, Rabin, I love this podcast, but dude, I'm out. I, I hear you, and that's the point I was telling him. Like, it's a how are you selling out when you're like securing your future? You know. So back to my question, Dobbs, would you do consensual octopus porn, hentai, hentai porn for twenty million dollars? Husky brought up a lot of points, and yes, I will. See, yeah, exactly, exactly. As long as it's not going beyond your beliefs and uh, morals, for sure. That's I all mean, we were to like say. a lot of my friends and I have already joked about this. Like in the in the future, you have like a lot of people out there who will actually pay you over like seven hundred dollars just to do NSFW or furries or tentacle porn or anything like Holy that. And I'm crap. just waiting for that day where I am drawing something on my screen and my parents walk in my room and they're like, "Hey, Dobbs, uh, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Nothing." You show them just your surviving. bank account. You just okay. show them your bank account. <laughs> I, just I mean surviving. This, and I'm honestly very straightforward up front, and this is not even a joke. I have a friend who makes six figures a year drawing furry hentai like commissions. Holy crap. Because like a lot of artists don't will not do it. Mm. So like that community has realized. Yeah. And that a lot of like that community has finally realized that if you do want it, then you're gonna have to pay figures. Mm. Like big figures in order to get that to get that art that you want that makes i mean and yeah i mean because if if an artist is going to do that they're going to make it worth their while but i guess the fact that you get something personalized hmm that's key i want to hit up dobbs later for entire art well let's let her let's see if she can finish the one thing we asked first oh okay gotcha I heard you and I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm just being a shit. I swear I am working on it though. Okay. Now, Dobbs, I have a very serious request. You and I are friends, right? Yep. Okay. Friend to friend, I need you to make me a promise. Sure. You can draw whatever you want in life. You can draw fucking Leela from Futurama, fucking Crystal from Star Fox, all you want. I don't care. I am now, requesting. That's an image. That you never draw one thing. I what never want you to draw Superman because the less people who draw Superman, the sooner he goes away and the sooner we don't have to see him ruining paper in this fucking world. I don't want any more new digital images. I don't want any new digital comics. I don't want to see any new pictures of him. Oh, the, great. The less people who draw him, the better my life is. Now, I, if I promise this, does that mean Clark Kent is off the off the list as well? I'm talking like Superman as a whole. If he if he could even potentially be like, hey, look at me in my mismatch pendant. No, 
fuck Superman. Now, what about? I'm sensing some hostility man? here. Oh, Husky, this like he he knew Superman growing up, and uh, he's everywhere. Actually, I take it he's stronger than Superman, but yeah, Superman yeah, gets all are. the credit. Oh, <laughs> Can you okay. imagine? Being Husky, are you the ones Superman? doing everything behind the line, and then Superman's taking all of it from you? No, it's not even that. Because I have a superpower Superman doesn't. You know what that is? It's called a personality. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But he did get Lois Lane, sir. I yeah, but Husky can call himself daddy and choke himself. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> uh, so I have a six pack from that. Oh, so good. Um, well, you have to explain that, Husky. You have to explain the banana and the choking joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was a great one-liner. Like, come oh on. Oh my god, it was the best. So, let's take a step back. Mm -hmm. Like, dream sequence. The whole, Imagine the world around you is like just like dream sequencing back. Do -do -do -do. Yep, yeah, exactly. The harp's going. <laughs> so, Rabin, who is a Twitch streamer, twitch.tv slash zero gravity theater, he was talking about and the community was having a conversation about awkward eye contact while eating a banana, a popsicle in public. Phallic and objects. Phallic, yeah. right. So, number one, if you are the kind of person who, can, who will make somebody uncomfortable or who gets aroused watching somebody eat a popsicle, the fuck is wrong with you? Get help. <laughs> number two um, is poop. Number three... <laughs> That's so great. Straight number, poop. Number two is dedicated to poop. Okay. Sorry. I have, I have to pee myself. This is so good. This is why I need Husky in my life. This is fucking great. Go. I'm sorry. Go. Proceed. Okay. Number three. If somebody's going to stare at you while you are eating a popsicle, a banana, the thing is, most human beings have a limit to holy shit this is awkward mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if i'm just sitting on a park bench enjoying like a blue popsicle i'm just like mm, blue my favorite flavor <laughs> and all of a sudden i got a creepy guy like yeah eat that popsicle bitch <laughs> i am gonna take the popsicle and be like mm, daddy you like that and <laughs> put it straight in and i'm gonna like just put my hand on my throat and be like mm. <laughs> That's like the best visual Because <laughs> you know what I imagine Is the person that was walk watching you Eyes go so wide And they just slowly walk away Like they weren't ever there But I can see you like calling them out Like what? You don't like what you see? <laughs> I mean I'll probably need to quickly Leave the playground at that point But it was worth it No but like but you, you have to just like Deep throat it yeah. And, and then, then when it's all gone, and then when you have like the only the popsicle stick left, mm -hmm. then you just like slap your ass and you're like, spank me harder. <laughs> no, like, you just keep going with it. Deep, deep throat the popsicle, fondle the stick. Yeah. Everything needs some attention. <laughs> everything. But then you have to let go of the red balloon when you're finished, though. You got to let that balloon go. It's awkward. No? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Raven? Uh -huh. Yeah, you made it weird. 
this is great. Man, I'm not even drinking tonight. That's what's the beautiful thing about this. I'm not on Benadryl or drinking. This is just flat out just hilarious. Damn. The funny thing is, is what people don't seem to realize is I kind of just turn on a switch when we start recording. Mm-hmm. So like, I could be like in the mopiest mood, like, yeah. Turn on the record, and it's like, all right, so this one time I had a rock in my anus, and it sucked balls. <laughs> and then after the stream, you take the rock out, and you're like, that wasn't impairing my mood. Damn it's it. like bipolar. It's like I'm like a bipolar Eeyore. I'm just like, hey, poo. <laughs> hey, you want to go do some shots with that hooker down the lane? But I guess I don't have my tail. <laughs> Was okay. So Christopher Robin. Did anybody actually see the the, the latest one that came out? It was called Christopher Robin. I did. Yeah, that, is it good? I have issues with it, but Dobbs, what was your opinion? Wait, my mic keeps doing so. I honestly enjoyed it. I Do have you... like I straight up went back to like little little Dobbs, and I brought my Winnie the Pooh plushie with me. He sat with me in the chair. And I was brought back to my childhood. So it does do that. Okay, good. Okay, so that's a adorable to picture. Um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Here's my issue with the Christopher Robin movie. Okay. And so I'm going to tear apart your childhood, Dob. So I oh, hope you are. I mean, forgive me. My parents already have. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So the whole premise was that these were Christopher Robin's like, make-believe friends, right? I mean, that's how it's always been. Like, these are, like, Christopher Robin went to, this was make-believe, that they these were stuffed critters, right? Right. right. Yes. Who di- dropped enough acid to think, <laughs> let's have these make-believe people come into the real world? So that's what this movie is? That is nightmare fuel at that point. That fucking, oh, no. the way they did the Winnie the Pooh walking down London... Oh, Piglet. No. Like, somebody would, like, pretty good. stab him. Wait, so they they actually, this goes into real life? Yeah. Interesting. Because, like, Christopher Robin hasn't been around for a bit. That's, like, the whole premise of the movie. So he's grown up. Yeah, he has, like, his own family now. Oh. Okay, I can dig that storyline. I can dig it. A fun fact about, like, the creator who actually, like, made the whole story of Winnie the Pooh, he actually ended up, like, hating the story. Really? Yeah. Because it was for his, like, children of what I remember reading. It was, he made the story for his kids. And then just, like, took off. And then it just, it just took off and it just, it was just not what he wanted anymore. I I can see that, though. I can see that. It's the same thing as, like, what Tolkien has said. Apparently, like, again, Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, you know. Um, he never wanted to publish those. Wow. What would life be like if Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, Harry Potter, Twilight were never on this planet? Would that influence anything that's out right now? Well, if Twilight didn't come out, we wouldn't have Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, for real. For real. And a lot of horny 40-year-old women in the movie theaters. Yeah, I don't get it. My wife couldn't get into it. She said she even attempted to read the book, and she was like, 
seemed like a six-year-old wrote this book, and I don't understand the uh, fascination with it. Well, it started out as a fan fiction. Oh. You know, Husky writes fan fiction. No, I don't. Well, Husky can pretend to write fan fiction and trick you. Oh, yeah. I to- yeah. Hold on. I, I totally... Um, let me... Let's rewind this uh-huh, so uh-huh. you can set me up for this joke better. Okay. okay let's start try this again. You know, Husky writes fan fiction. I totally do. I'm a professional. <laughs> Would you like to fool us on two things that are fan fiction and one thing that's not? I I, I, I don't have anything prepared. Sure. Oh. oh. <laughs> now you, ever, you know the feeling. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not prepared for this shit. All right. So it is time once again, ladies and gentlemen, for our favorite segment when it comes to adult works of art, fact or fiction. Dobbs, have you ever listened to the podcast before? It's okay if you say no. Um, we won't believe you, but you can say no if you really want to. Some of it. Okay. So here's how this game works. I am going to, I have scoured the filth of the internet. <laughs> and I have found two summaries for actual fan fiction that exists on the internet. I have also written one summary that is not on the internet. This is straight from my screwed up little brain. Your job is to hear the summaries and tell me which one is fiction. Are you ready to play? I am. All right. Now, in honor of Dobbs being here. Oh, God. Dobbs is an (laughs) Overwatch Mercy main. So I have decided that the person of interest is going to be Mercy from Overwatch. She thought I was going in a total different direction, but I'm, I'm, I'm not that mean. Can you blame me? Everybody keeps teasing me about it. Plus, she's read them all already, so that wouldn't even be any fun. <laughs> it's true, I have. Brilliant. You thought of head of the game. I like it. Okay, number one. Genji and Dr. Ziggler go on a covert new Overwatch mission, and it goes badly. Angela blames herself and opens up to Genji, who comforts her. That's number one. Number two. Dr. Angela Ziegler finds herself caught between both Amari women when her lover, Anna, asks her to help Farida see that there are different ways to help people. And then number three. Mercy tends to Junkrat's wounds with more than just soup and medicine. But will their love be caught? (laughs) (laughs) oh my god they're all oh they're all hard told you it's difficult they surprised by one you're saying one's the fake one no 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 one is probably true. Okay. Yes, one is... One is... Two of them are actually true. Yeah. But, like, I'm just ruling them out right now. Okay, so talk out your thought process with us. Which one do you think for sure is true? One. Okay. So, Genji and Dr. 
Ziggler go on the covert new Overwatch mission? Yes. Okay. Watch that one be the fake one. <laughs> <laughs> you never can tell with me. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me because Mercy's shipped with Genji the most, so... And, like, I'm not going through that whole archive because there's probably thousands and thousands and thousands of stories with those two. What surprises me is the third one. You said Junkrat, right? Yes. I've never heard of that. Can you say the second one again? Dr. Angela Ziegler finds herself caught between both Amari women when her lover Anna asks her to help Fariha see that there are different ways to help people. I think that's supposed to be Farah. I think autocorrect. I think so. I'm going to say the third one is fake. You I'm locking on a third incorrect. one. Incorrect. Incorrect. I'm surprised. Wow, I actually thought the same thing. I thought the third no. one was incorrect. No, believe it or not. Frieza was literally, for some reason, my autocorrect on my fucking phone just deciding that Farah needed to be changed to Fariha. I have never written the word Fariha in my life. Interesting. Wow. So that was the one you wrote. Wow. I have never actually seen a Junkrat Mercy pairing, so that was interesting. Yeah. I'm I do. I believe my record remains intact. Yeah. Undefeated. I was with you on that one. I was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, sure of it. I was like, the third one just sounds like something he would write. Wow. Okay, then. F you, Husky. <laughs> F you. Man. Speaking of Overwatch, are they ever actually going to come out with a part two? Yes. It's actually been announced. They've already discussed it. Um, from what I understand, it's going to be, there's supposed to be more of a PVE focus on it. But yes, Overwatch 2 has already been announced, and it's supposed to be out either later this year or early next year. What? Where the hell have I been? Under a rock. <laughs> right? Damn it. So it's a, a more PvE-based. So, like, like they're, uh, you know, like they have their, like, seasonal things where, like, the Halloween PvE stuff. Is that what they're talking about? I, I think they have... they've just kind of made, like, a blanket. This is what it's going to be, huh? <laughs> statement um yeah you're right probably of what they shown you can you can also like level up your characters and get certain like abilities with them that's genius because then it gives a it gives you a reason to actually keep rocking different characters because you're earning stuff with them yeah mm. and then also they're gonna include the fact that overwatch one players can still play with overwatch two players and pvp Really? Yes. I guess because if you have Overwatch 2, you'll still play with Overwatch 1. Well, I guess you just won't be able to play with Overwatch 2 characters if you have Overwatch 1. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I'm going to be damned. I have a weird question for everybody. Okay. Do y'all remember this? Um, I think this show was called Mr. Belvedere. Yes. Did you ever that show live? was my jam. Yeah, man. Did you ever want to live with Mr. Belvedere? No. Why not? Dude was a dick. 
That's why he was rich. Think about it. If you're Mr. Belvedere's son, you could do anything. You could have anything. Wasn't Mr. Belvedere the butler, though? Oh, shit. You're right. Mind blown. This, this just changed, Raven. It did. I thought the show was called Mr. Belvedere because it was the butler. Son of a bitch. Well, gotta go relive my childhood with that. I don't wow. know if you guys ever like watched it, but I, when I was a kid, I watched Bear in the Big Blue House a lot. Yep. I love that show. Yep. I love it until you realize that he always knew that we were watching. I'm sorry? Because he what used is... to talk to like the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows that do that, I like when shows do that. Like they actually address the audience. It's a, okay, ju- it's but a that, brand. That gets a little weird when it's like, Bear in the Big Blue House after hours. Run into the magic room, but spank spank me, daddy. Right, Right. (laughs) brilliant. Okay, so as kids, we watched some weird shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no denying that. One show that I remember watching as a kid, and I don't know what the hell I was on, what was going on. Have you? Do you guys remember Bananas in Pajamas? Yep. Bananas and Pajamas. Yep. And But like, not the what they, they turned it into a cartoon. I'm talking like when the guys were in the suits and you just got these like two banana suits marching down in their pajamas down the stairs like <laughs> together. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? I have no idea. Yep. Listen, we didn't question that kind of stuff. We just embraced it. For heaven's sakes, we watched the Smurfs. There was only one woman in the Smurf village, and we didn't question it. And how did other Smurfs come to be when there was only one woman? Precisely. They they likely reproduce asexually. Come on now. Mm. That's true. That's true. Did they they just poo out another little Smurf? Poo? Well, maybe not poo, but like, um... Lay an egg? like worms, they split themselves and become two different worms. They can reproduce asexually. Likely, the gene- the genealogy, which was never tr- fully explained in the Smurfs, more than likely they could reduce, undergo some sort of um, mitosis where they actually split into two unique beings, which while there is some kind of um, structural, like biological makeup similarities, they each develop separately. It, they did, in fact, create two Smurfs. So likely they recreated asexually, and that's why there was never any sexual tension with Smurfette. Damn, we what? went scientifical on Smurfette. What the fuck is Husky talking about? Science, bitch. He actually scienced the Smurfs. And somewhere, somebody's going to go, he's actually not wrong. No, actually- I had a horrid image of somebody just stabbing a Smurf and cutting him in half. We got You got to dissect one. To get the to get the facts, do they still dissect animals in schools? Yes. Really? Yes. I am shocked by that, because somewhere I would think it'd be inhumane to do that or something. Now, it w- it is probably honestly one of my worst memories of high school. Wow. Because like they like for us in grade 11-ish, we were dissecting piglets. And what they do, they have to soak the piglet in, like, formaldehyde. 
Wait, for like what? weeks on end. Yeah. What great what 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 class was this for? Biology. Husky, do you remember fucking dissecting a piglet? Um, no, I grew up in racist Southern California, so never mind. I'm not gonna finish that joke. It was so bad. <laughs> like oh I had a whole bunch of stomach my noodles come out like, oh I'm about to start laughing. Like I got halfway through the setup for the joke and I'm like, nope, not saying this one. <laughs> Even I have a limit. <laughs> the listeners are like, oh, but we know where you're going with it. Okay. Fun fact. I have only ever cut three jokes from this podcast. And they were some of the worst shit I've ever said. <laughs> it's brilliant. <clears throat> Absolutely freaking brilliant, sir. It, no, but they like they soak the piglets in formaldehyde, and then when they bring it out to like the classrooms, mm-hmm. the smell lingers. Yes, especially it... when you're dissecting the pig. Oh God, yes, I remember that. Not they're dead. Yeah, but you also like you're smelling while. their their you're smelling their innards. Ugh. My partner ended up throwing up, so I had to do it by myself. So there's always that one person that does that, and I, I kind of feel like they do it on purpose. So they can get out of it and still get an A. Yeah. But then, like, my teacher decided it'd be a smart move to light candles at the same time. Oh, God. So you have that, that so, like, smell of, We like, have sweetness. that stupid, like, sweet smell in the air, but also, like, dead pig on the table. Oh, but then you would God. also, like, it, it seeped through, like, the vents and actually ended up going downstairs in our... Because, like, the biology labs were upstairs. So, like, downstairs, it always... So, like, where the biology labs were, underneath was the gym. How many... So, how many piglets were in the class? Was it just one and everybody just... No, 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 no. Each... Every two... Every two people got one pig. And we what? had 28 students in okay. our class. Here's a husky idea. Best idea ever. There are two ways to get out of this in the future. If you are listening and you have to dissect a piglet, I have two ways for you to get out of it. <laughs> Option number one, take your glove, put it up the pig's butt... Put your hand in its mouth. Oh, like, my God. Oh, hello. I'm a dead piglet puppy. Hey, would you like to play that section with me? <laughs> Let me just say that kids these days, they're going to make fun of you and say that you fisted a pig. That's okay. You still okay. Right. Then that's when you respond with, yeah, but your mom didn't seem to mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's where we're going. Okay. <laughs> I love it. You can't one up Husky. This dude, like, nah, you can't. He's full I'm of trying. Like, comebacks. <clears throat> okay, number oh, two. Funny. You take the piglet's head, put it on your head, and said, "Get the conch," and then you run around and reenact Lord of the Flies. <laughs> oh my gosh! Jesus Christ, <laughs> Husky. Anyway, how do you come up with this stuff. Man? This is great. You need to write a book of this stuff, man. Husky's one-liners. Yep, exactly. Comebacks. Guaranteed comebacks to end the conversation. Anyway, the formaldehyde kind of mixed it mixed in with like the axe spray that all the teenage boys were using after gym. Hey, that stuff is sexy. Not when it's mixed with formaldehyde. I agree. It's not And sexy it was like it's, it's it just not. lingers in the air. Really I also had a witness that my biology teacher had to break our piglet's shoulder. For what? Because its neck was frozen and like <gasps> like chin was like resting against its chest and we couldn't 
we couldn't because you had to you had to tilt the head back and you had to cut a line from the chin all the way down the chest in order to get to the rib cage. Yeah. But like our pig was just frozen chest to like chin to chest and we couldn't we couldn't get it get it to actually lift its head so he had to come by and break its neck and break its shoulder. Why didn't you just put your hand around his throat and be like and then the pig would be like harder daddy. No. <laughs> Husky no. <laughs> we now understand Husky's fetish. Oh no, I'm out. No, I'm I'm usually the choker not the chokey. Oh. <laughs> nice. I'm digging that. I'm not king shaman. My god. Listen, I doubt anybody who ever listened to this podcast would be like, "Yeah, Husky's a bottom." No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Man, this is I'm actually writing this stuff down to blackmail you later. I'm putting this on the internet. <laughs> you don't really need to write it down. Yeah. It's already out there. It's already out there. Um, holy, holy shit, we're already at 50 have... minutes. All right. So Dubs, about, about five of that you... was waiting. So yeah, do your thing. Dobbs, do you have any final thoughts? Any kind of final impressions? How was your first time here on the podcast? Oh, I thought that was going in a very different direction. If you want to share that, that's fine. It won't, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm biting well, my tongue so hard right now. I know, me too. Yeah, mm. Me too. I got my fist in my mouth. A little nerve-wracking, but it was actually a lot of fun. You did phenomenally. 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 Hey, when I usually have to talk, I tend to just stumble over my words a lot, and I just feel like I'm going to make a fool of myself, and then it well, ends up working out in the end. So I'm like, the okay. The nice thing is, is you're comfortable with Raven and I, so it's not yes. like... Yeah, this would be this would be odd if like it was you and Zim in the same room, right? Yeah, but Zim doesn't talk. So it would be a very quick conversation. Hi, hi, bye, bye. Good talk. Great talk. Amazing talk. Yep. I love Zim. Best. He's a cool dude. No, that's Raphael. Nobody got that joke? Anyway. <laughs> one, one last time. My name is Husky Ninja. My name is Raven Zero. I'm Dobbs. This has been the Angry Penguin Podcast. Take it easy. Have fun. And chuck me harder, daddy.